Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 185 of the Find Your Model Health podcast. For those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host. I am Shemay Linney. I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, biohacker, and certified iridologist. I'm very happy to have you back with me at the start of May. May the 4th be with you, as they say. This is a spur-of-the-moment podcast episode, so I hope you find it helpful. Um, I have been getting a lot of requests for help and support over the last two to three weeks. Like, it's been pretty insane. If you are a client of mine, you will notice how busy I have been. I'm just really trying my best to help as many people as I can. And I'm hoping that I'll be able to further help and teach people even more through shorter spur of the moment podcast episodes as the questions arise and as I see common trends of questions coming from my clients and followers. So this week's, well, this episode, because there may be more this week, this episode, I just want to go very basically into inflammation and what it is and how you may experience it or perceive the symptoms. Um, It has come to my attention that not many people recognize inflammation within their body. And sometimes, and I've said this to clients, sometimes I just assume people know stuff because I know it and I've been doing it for so long. Um, But I've definitely had some wake-up calls where maybe I shouldn't be so... I'm not going to say egotistical, but I can't think of the word where I assume that everyone knows what I know. So hopefully this this episode helps people understand more of different signs and symptoms to look out for. But before I go on, I must emphasize that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please do consult your healthcare practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, so inflammation, it's a word I throw around all the time. I just always talk about inflammation. It's one of my biggest focuses in my practice. Um, And sometimes I feel like a broken record always talking about inflammation and highlighting how important it is to be aware of it. Inflammation happens to everyone, whether you're aware of it or not. And what I've noticed with working with people is the older someone gets, the more aware they are of certain signs that their body gives them. They're more aware when I say, do you think you might be inflamed or what are your signs of inflammation? They're able to answer me. But I've noticed that, especially in the younger women that I work with in the early 20s, um, I would even say up to 30, they're not so body aware. And I understand that. I was in that age group um, where we're so preoccupied with life and getting our career started that there's a lot of noise going on in our lives and we maybe aren't paying enough attention to um, what our body is trying to say to us. But I've came across a lot of times 
where I'll be speaking to a girl maybe in her mid-20s and I'll ask her about inflammation and she won't understand what inflammation is. She won't know if her body is inflamed or not. So she just doesn't know. So then I have to go through the teaching process and just tell her what symptoms she would be looking for, um, different feelings in her body. And then a lot of the time she'll come back and say, oh my God, yeah, I have several of these, but I didn't know it was inflammation. Um, so then I'm teaching and I'm bringing that awareness to her body so she can kind of listen to what her body's trying to say. But um, there's there's many reasons why your body would create inflammation. So the Latin translation for inflammation means to set on fire. So your body is on fire. And the reason that most of the time your body will have an inflammatory response is to pretty much protect you to keep you alive so either protect you from an infection or an injury or a disease or something that it perceives to be a danger to you something that maybe pushes you into survival mode like chronic stress or toxic overload in the body which your body would perceive to be a danger like this could kill me if there's too many toxins here so you're inflammatory response is a response from your immune system to keep you alive the body will respond to a certain area of your body let's say you bang your leg and uh, maybe you'll get inflammation and a bruise in that area so that's your immune response but also we see other immune responses where someone maybe is exposed to chronic inflammation and we see stiffness happen in the body. Um, we see fatigue, irritability, dehydration, increased cravings, sleep issues, all that sort of stuff. So that could be an external factor like relationship troubles or financial worries or worries about the current economics and environment or kids or whatever it may be uh, work that will be an external stressor that maybe you're not aware is affecting you as much a lot of people i've spoke to over the last few weeks have not perceived that the stress of the last couple of months has affected them as much as it is until i highlight certain things for them um, and then we also see the autoimmune diseases which are both caused by inflammation and cause inflammation so it's a double-sided coin so something like that inflammation um, would be the likes of arthritis or um, inflammatory bowel disease or maybe thyroid disease or lupus um, there, there's a lot of different health things shall i say that are going to be connected to inflammation so we've got our two types of inflammation so our acute inflammation which is kind of what i suffer with uh, most of the time is like acute it comes and goes so usually short um sometimes severe but not always it depends on how body aware you are you'll be able to determine if it's severe or not and short durations can be as little as an hour or a day or two days, maybe if there's an injury. And it often resolves itself. Um, symptoms appear quickly. 
And this type of inflammation, when addressed and supported properly in your body, restores your body to a sort of homeostasis. And if we don't address acute inflammation and support our body and push that inflammation down as quick as we can, then there's a chance that the acute inflammation can become chronic if left alone for too long. Um, and ways that might happen, acute inflammation, I'll give you an example for me, is if I've had a very stressful day, let's say work, and I have a lot of things on my mind, and I've done a lot of talking, I will get um, inflammation generally. I'll feel it first around my chest and my neck. They'll start to close in and tighten as the tissues inflame. And then let's say I'll go take some molecular hydrogen, which usually nips it in the bud immediately. Then it's gone. I've addressed that inflammation. And then there's other acute scenarios of inflammation that I will perceive um, if I'm chronically dehydrated. Well, not chronically, if I'm very dehydrated or if I didn't sleep well, I'll experience acute inflammation and I'll know what to do there. Obviously, hydrate a lot, get onto my anti-inflammatory supplements and higher doses. Maybe go back to bed if I can or take a nap or go to bed earlier. Maybe I'll skip a workout if I think it's going to be more damaging than beneficial so there's all these different scenarios of acute inflammation and the same with what I said if you bang your leg or you fall on your elbow you might then put some ice on it take some anti-inflammatories like krill oil um, vitamin D stuff like that and that's going to spin down your inflammation pretty fast so acute inflammation being, can be caused by a variety of things. Normally, I see it in my clients from a certain food choice. Maybe they add out um, one evening um, per sleep. Dehydration is a big thing I see with acute inflammation. Um, alcohol, sometimes not as much. It would have to have the dehydration alongside it there. Headaches. A headache is another kind of acute inflammation scenario. Um, neck pain, tension, post-gym workouts. So we do need inflammation from a workout so that we can grow and get stronger. Um, but these are all ideas of acute inflammation. Then we've got our chronic inflammation, which is a lot more worrying and concerning because this inflammation has been connected to our autoimmune disorders, um, but also down the line more severe health issues um, directly connected to damaged cells, dare I say the C word, like the original C word, um, they're all connected to chronic inflammation. Where we see chronic inflammation happen would be over that long-term stress, say a relationship that's been a nightmare for months or years. Um, a toxic overload um, in a body that's constantly exposed to toxins or mold or something and they're not clearing it out, they're not supporting detoxification, someone that constantly has a very poor diet, their nutrition is bad or their nutrition is very inflammatory for their body. Um, Chronic inflammation could be caused by very poor sleep habits or severe dehydration. So there's a lot of things that can cause chronic inflammation. Intolerances could be one, a gluten intolerance, dairy, egg intolerance, um, 
allergies even so this chronic inflammation this is the more worrying but both of course we want to address so the symptoms of inflammation is the thing I kind of want to talk about this is where I see the lack of knowledge in some people is well how do I know if I'm inflamed like what am I to look for so the first off the main signs of inflammation are going to be obviously your pain, your stiffness, your aches, your muscle soreness, and your swelling, where you see swelling around joints in your hands, your knees, your ankles, your wrists, that sort of stuff. Stiff joints, stiff fingers, pains in your shoulder, pain around your neck, um, hips, knees, all that sort of stuff. So that's going to be, they're going to be your main signs of inflammation. But then some other signs of inflammation are going to be fatigue, headaches, migraines, even dehydration, because when the cells are struggling, they're going to try pulling as much water as they can to keep function, and your body will pull as much fluids as it can to support your um, essential organs to keep you alive. So dehydration is also a sign of inflammation. Um, double ends of the spectrum on the bells can be constipation, obviously a sign of dehydration, but also diarrhea being another sign of or of inflammation where we may see inflammation higher up in the digestive system. And then we see irritability, poor cognitive performance, mood swings, bouts of depression and anxiety can be directly connected to inflammation because we see that disruption in the intestines causing a feedback loop issue, blood sugar issues, um, poor cellular function, so that would be energy as well, um, and just that overall lethargy and just having that feeling of not feeling your best or looking your best that also can be a sign of inflammation heart palpitations is a big one that people don't get is a sign of inflammation and that's a stress at the location of the heart and the blood so you can get inflamed blood where your blood is very sticky and gluggy and inflamed and we see this with heavy menstrual periods blood clotting migraines associated with um, your periods this all comes back to that inflammation of the blood when we see someone who maybe is 30 but they look like they're 40 this is also inflammation inflammation will cause accelerated aging so someone will look older and feel older than they are their body will be sore they'll have aches um then we just to keep this going we also see carpal tunnel syndrome is inflammation so we get the swelling of the tissues around the nerves which cuts off nerve function so that is inflammation um 
Hair loss is another one that people don't think of is inflammation. When the follicles become inflamed and damaged, then we see hair loss is going to be an issue there. Um, weight gain is going to be an issue and struggling to lose body fat because your cells, your mitochondria, the cells are not functioning properly. So the body doesn't know how to lose weight properly. Um, adrenal fatigue as well is going to be a sign of inflammation. I could go on, but another one that's going to be an inflammatory issue is going to be, um, well, back to the the sticky blood and the heavy periods cramps as that sticky blood tries to move through your uterus and around your body we're going to get these pains and spasms and cramps from the blood um, but also infections can be both a cause of inflammation and caused by inflammation for two reasons so Getting an infection, a yeast infection, candida, bacteria infection, anything like that is going to cause an immune response from the body. And the body will swell in that response to fight off the infection, whatever it is. Um, but also on the other end of the scale, um, inflammation can cause you to be more susceptible to infections because your immune system is already compromised. It's already trying to fight something else that's going on in your body, but also it will slow down mitochondrial function. So your body's going to be less resilient than it normally is, leaving you susceptible to pick up a bug or a viral strain or something like that. So we see two sides of the coin there, and we know that. Um, Severe viral, bacterial, fungal strains like that can cause severe inflammatory, very dangerous conditions or outcomes as well. So inflammation is a big thing that people need to know about. And sometimes it can be just as basic as having poor nutrition and dehydration and needing to tweak that. Um, but another time, sometimes it can be more serious with maybe some gastrointestinal issues or um, again, like fighting some sort of infection that you just haven't fully ridded your body from. Um, so when we look at the symptoms of inflammation, you can see there's a lot more than just having your aches and your pains and your swelling. Um, and then they'll, for back to me, if I have inflammation, how will it present itself for me? Uh, let's just go with, um, if I had a poor night's sleep, um, my brain, as weird as this sounds, will feel inflamed. It'll feel swollen. I'll feel pressure in my head, a dull headache, poor cognitive performance. Um, I, I've noticed that my blood pressure will increase, so I'll feel like I have a temperature or I'm hot to my head but um to my touch i'm not but i can feel that i'm hot so um i'll see increased dehyd or need for hydration when i've had poor sleep um so these are some of the symptoms and again um for a lot of people they'll notice the stiffness and maybe their wedding ring won't come off or go on or their shoes are too tight um and another inflammatory response to 
stress is going to be, and I'm going to do a longer podcast episode on this, but it's going to be um, an anaphylaxis response in regards to stress where we'll see a histamine response and someone might break out in a rash. And it can be in random places, but that will be a response as well to the stress, um, an immune response there, which then causes that inflammatory response to appear onto the skin there. So there's there's lots and lots of things that can be connected to inflammation. There's many researchers and doctors that I follow that will say, well, the main driving factors behind the most serious diseases we face are caused by inflammation and insulin issues or blood sugar issues. Um, two other things that top just jumped into my mind. So um, vision ulcer, sorry, vision problems, macular degeneration, problems with your eyes, pressure behind your eyes, pressure on the nerves behind your eyes. That is all inflammation. That is inflammation. Vertigo, dizziness, that is inflammation as well. So if you see what I'm getting at, like this is why two of the biggest factors I focus on with nearly all of my clients, well, pretty much all of my clients, is going to be address inflammation and sort out insulin and blood sugar issues. Once they're taken care of, everything else is easier. So these are the basics of inflammation, what it is and what you would experience, the different signs and symptoms. So I don't want to get too much into the quote fixes today. I just wanted to keep this episode very basic for you to get the basic understanding and how to recognize inflammation in your body. But for some of them, I mean, the easiest ones, I think, are going to be stress management, which sounds like such a cliche, um, woo-woo kind of thing nowadays. Everyone's talking about stress management, but how you manage stress is going to be different to how I manage stress. For me, it's... um turning off my phone and my brain and watching like a repeat of Harry Potter for the 50th time or doing a workout or going for a walk or something like that. But stress management for sure. Hydration is a big, big one when it comes to inflammation because the cells need to be constantly flushing and turning over clean water to work properly. Sleep, obviously. Then you want to look at nutrition. And then there's certain supplements we can use. Krill, pure krill oil being one of my favorites. Um, and then absolutely, I'm the biggest advocate um, and I am an ambassador for molecular hydrogen, but I'm not an affiliate. I don't get anything. I endorse it because I believe so much in it. Um, also, we're looking at definitely um, in some cases we may need a digestive enzyme to just help if the inflammation is in the gut. Um, I encourage nearly everyone to avoid what we would call polyunsaturated fats. So there are greasy foods or processed oils or trans fats or toxic oils. They're going to be probably the biggest thing when it comes to nutrition and inflammation. We want to avoid them. Eating late at night is a huge thing for inflammation. Uh, I don't want to get into that now because it's a long, long topic. I'll be doing an episode on eating late at night, hopefully over the next few days. That's going to be big for inflammation. Um, then 
Uh, I'm just going to say replenishing minerals. When the body is stressed, one of the first things that gets depleted is going to be your essential minerals. So your sodium, your potassium, your zinc, your magnesium, all these really good minerals that you can easily replenish in a really good mineral water. So the more minerals you lose, the more inflammation you're going to cause in the body, the more fatigue you'll see, the more cravings you'll see. Um, so there's this big kind of negative loop that happens. And then also your B vitamins are very important for resiliency against inflammation. The best source of getting B vitamins is going to be out of your animal proteins, meats, dairy, stuff like that. And I'm going to leave this at this. I don't want to drag this on too long but you can reach out to me through my website shemainsmodelhealth.com through facebook or instagram also Shemaine's Model Health. um you can reach out to me with questions or topics you would like me to cover i'd be happy to answer as always please share with anyone you feel would benefit from this information sharing is caring as we know um and yeah i'm gonna leave it at that have a great day and i will chat to you guys real soon Bye bye